Maddie Howard claims to be my beloved sister, whom I have known all my life. But as I begin to remember more and more about my past, I realize that she first appeared only a few short months ago. We are gathered here today in memoriam for Abby Howard, a girl who is all very close to our hearts. It's too bad that she got hit by that taco truck. Everyone is really sorry to see her go. It's been such a long time since our last Sister Time podcast. It has. So many things have happened. What's happened to you? We were very busy. Well, I moved. Uh, Then I just worked a lot. I had a big old work to do. What about you? I also moved. I bought an eight-foot couch in Brooklyn just in time to have to move it up the stairs into my new apartment. Two flights of stairs. I got a tattoo. One of us, the cool kids. It's been like two months. I feel like, though, that's allowed. Like, we took a little sabbatical. You know, we did ten episodes. So So this is really the first episode of, like, season two. (laughs) So we're starting with another one that's personal to our family. So last season, we started off with Josh Kirby, Time Warrior, which is something my sister and I watched as children. And now we're watching something that our mom and our Aunt Megan watched when they were tiny children. After school, they would eat their Cap'n Crunch, and they would watch... Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. So how much of Dark Shadows did you watch? Because the thing is, Dark Shadows has beaten me. I am It beat me too. Defeated by Dark Shadows. I couldn't wait. To launch into it and just, like, watch so much of it and come back and be like, yeah, I watched so much. I know everything that happens in this show. I mean, I did watch, like, 45 episodes. It's just the tiniest fraction of the show. But the show is 1,125 episodes long. (laughs) So I don't know what happens later. I know there's a bunch of characters that I never saw. Apparently there's Frankensteins later. I didn't get to see any Frankensteins. They didn't even have the Frankenstein episodes on Hulu. But they do have werewolves, ghosts, zombies, question mark. The thing is that it's just so massive. I was not expecting it. I mean, I'd heard it described as a soap, but I didn't realize that what they meant by soap is that they made like three episodes a week. I think it's every single day of the week. Every single day. And you can tell because they keep on fucking up. Yeah, they fuck up their lines sometimes. They'll just have like this weird, awkward pause where they're looking at each other, and it's like you can obviously someone forgot their line, and they're all just kind of like they'll stumble. uh, And I'm like, oh, that's cute. It's kind of cute when it happens. The first few times, I was just like, wait, am I watching like a film test? Is this not the actual one? But it's the actual one. (laughs) Nice, cute. I did. Did you watch only the black and white ones, or did you get to some of the color ones? I was really close to the color ones. I just skipped ahead. I just couldn't. Did you watch them in I order? I think I was like, yeah, I watched them in order. Oh I'm not going to skip ahead. I'm going to miss shit. Oh my god. I mean, sort of. Every episode, it takes them a thousand minutes to get to this stupid point. Yeah, how much oh, plot man. was covered over the course of the 40 episodes that you watched? I think we learned like three things. Yeah, mom like, said, of happened. course, I text mom. I texted mom about this, and I was like, so mom, what do you remember about Dark Shadows? And she said, that they did not care whether it was going at a snail's pace. They just did not care. Because my mom was like 12, 13 when she was watching this show. It was the spooky show. They would just come home, eat the cereal, watch the spooky show. There were probably only, what, like six TV channels or something, so it's not like there was something oh, yeah. else on. 
It was probably the most riveting thing that there was. Oh my god. I would be riveted if my other option was like, I don't know, Howdy Doody? Is that a thing? Or Leave It to Beaver? Maybe that also was a thing? I don't want to watch that. If there's a spooky show on, I'm going to watch the shit right. out of the spooky Yeah, show. this was like what the spooky kids were watching, I guess. And our uh, mom, mom was a just like kid. us. Just like us. She handed it down to us. That's How where we wonderful. get it from, is mom. Yay. And and dad. Well, he liked horror movies. you'd think we would get it from dad, but I think we actually get the instinct from mom. Mm, she does enjoy Stephen King the most. She does. She has, like, an entire bookshelf devoted to everything Stephen King has ever done in his life. Did I ever tell you about when mom gave me a copy of um, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon when I was, like, 11? I just remember you being really obsessed about it and me not getting it because it wasn't spooky and didn't have werewolf pictures in it. It was not, like, what was that one called? The werewolf one? Cycle of the werewolf or something. Cycle of the moon. I don't know. Anyway, it was my favorite shit. I would just sit there for hours looking at these illustrations. Of, like, a werewolf oh. eating a lady. It's ripping this guy's face off. I, that was my oh, favorite I do remember one. the face It was a close-up shot. That one was scary. And it was, like, all gross. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is what I want to do when I grow up. I want to draw this shit. And lo... I do. I, you do. My dream. But the girl realized. who loved Tom Gordon was really spooky because it was about a, like you're you know she's lost in the forest and then there's this thing that's following her around and she can't see it and it's super scary because she doesn't know what it is like that's why she's super scared is because she's just like what the fuck is this thing that's following me meanwhile she's like dying of dehydration and eating berries that she shouldn't eat and oh that sounds really good it's really good the thing is there is a Shit. sex scene in it that mom forgot about. <laughs> Oh, she always did, didn't she? Yeah, she was like, here, 11-year-old child, take this book. It will be fine. You will enjoy it. And I was like, sure, Mom, I trust you as an adult. And then I got, like, halfway into it, and I was like, oh, my God. All those times we watched all those William Hurt movies, every time she's just like, no, William Hurt isn't naked in this one. He's always naked. (laughs) Always naked. (laughs) Especially Body Heat. When we got that one in the mail, I'm like, Mom, it's called Body Heat. It's got William Hurt in it. I'm pretty sure this is another one. Where he gets naked, and it sounds like a sex movie to me. She's and she's like, like no, 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 no. And then it's like, It's whoa. fine. It's half whoa. sex, at least. If not all sex. I don't remember anything about that movie anymore. I was just like, this is I remember, who's that actress? Is there a part with tar pits? What? what I remember her in a bathtub full of ice. Because it was like, cool literally, your, it was like body in heat. Louisiana in the summer. Anyway, so Dark Shadows. Uh, this is what we would the- rather talk about. <laughs> Than the plot of Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows. The thing about Dark Shadows is that really and truly and honestly nothing happens. And it's so yeah, upsetting because you've got all the ingredients of like, you got a witch who's evil, you got time travel, you got seances, you got a vampire. It's it's amazing. Apparently there's an alternate dimension later. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, like Brendan was telling me the sort of the chronology of the show, and it's pretty ridiculous. Like there's the 1960s version, like timeline. Then there's the like 1795 timeline. Then there's another one that happens in 1840. Then there's another one that happens in 1940. Then there's another one that's like the alternative timeline in 1940. Where it's what? Yeah, where it's like there's the thing that happened, and then there's like another thing that happened with all the same people in it. And if you look, it's pretty hilarious. On the Wikipedia page, all of the actors play like seven different roles because they all play like the past versions of themselves. I'm glad I got off that train <laughs> before it right? got to that. The point. color, though, I have to say, you should but watch the part- at least one of the color episodes. If for nothing else than to see people's makeup. Because when it's black and white, you can kind of, like, really delve into uh-huh. the atmosphere of it. But when you can actually see all the details on their faces in yeah. bright-ass colors, 
and to see the actual 60s-ness of it instead of just, like, black and white. It could be any color. that Barnabas Collins instead. has so much guy liner on. It's ridiculous. His face... <laughs> I was texting Abby, and I told her... He said, wrinkly Amy Winehouse yep. with a pixie cut. But the thing is, I still think that he is the more crushable. Nah. Well, did you get to the weirdness yeah. with Maggie... Did Wait, he get to Maggie, that stuff yet? Because he thinks that she's his like wife. Yeah, I'm not into that Wait, personally. But it's not that is she, she like the reincarnation huh? of his dead wife. No, he was just like, "You're gonna be Josette now. You're Josette. You are." And then was like hoping that her spirit, which is still around apparently, is like a ghost, was going to inhabit this new body. But yeah, so he was just like, "You're Josette now. You're not Maggie. Who's and Maggie? Maggie's like, I'm pretty and sure she was just like, Maggie, "I guess though. so." Nah, for a while she was like, oh, I guess I'm Josette, I guess. And she just wanders around really confused. Like, she's, like, really (laughs) having a hard time. And then eventually she's like, oh, 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 I'm Maggie. Maggie's my name. I have a dad. like it would take a minimum of three episodes. Oh, it took, like, seven (laughs) Oh, my God. Meanwhile, everybody else is going about their business, just like, where's Maggie? And she's, like, wandering around, like, oh, I'm Josette. Where am I? <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just like, ah, I want there to be more makeouts. And Willie Loomis is there, and he's just like, you gotta do what Barnabas tells you. I'm Willie Loomis. I'm Willie Loomis, oh. and I don't have a backbone. I'm Willie Loomis, and I'm so frightened and, and scared for my life. And I'm like, Willie, it's okay. I'm Willie Loomis, and I inexplicably still go by Willie, even though that's obviously not a nickname you should have after you're eight years old. He's William. Yeah. William Loomis. Bill, maybe. Well, now that he's a little stoogy dude, Willie he's... makes sense. So, the premise of the show, let's explain that and who the characters are before we go yeah, sure, talking whatever. about him. You gotta tell people what's going well, on yeah, first. Yeah, but the thing is, it beat oh, right. it out of me. It's There's not much to <laughs> the it. The show just, like, really. so... totally... Oh, my God. The thing is, like, we'd I'm be so watching tired. it. Me and Brendan would watch it together. Brendan often would just wander out of the room. And just be like done with it, <laughs> or he would look at me and be like, "Kenan, how many more of these do we need to watch?" And I was like, "Probably like eight <laughs> at least." And he would just like start crying, yeah. or not crying, <laughs> but he would just be like, "You mean because they're all what like half an hour long?" Yeah, at least. And like you get maybe like each. you know three minutes worth of story out of all of them, and the rest is just people standing around complaining yeah. and talking to each other or like or just saying the literal same line it all seems over like it's over again so i was talking to my friend about it and apparently there's like a system where they leave you at the end of the week with a cliffhanger and then resolve the cliffhanger like the following tuesday and then all the other episodes are just filler oh my god we watched so many of those so that's why anyway but the premise basically is the Collins family is a dying old family that inhabits an old, dusty New England mansion, and one day, a mysterious cousin, or something, shows up, and with him comes mystery, strange goings-on, and so much drama. So, let's talk about the characters. The main character is Victoria she's Winters. She's the narrator. Yeah, at the beginning of every episode, she's like, My name is Victoria <laughs> Winters, and here's a very complicated, poetic monologue about what this episode is going to be about. It's just like that. It's actually a lot like it. So she is an orphan who tutors the smallest baby son, Collins, the only child. So actually, the series started with this dude who created it having a dream about a woman on a train 
and then this whole show happened and Victoria Winters was that woman on a train and the first whole season like there's like 40 episodes or something where um it's just kind of a normal soap opera nothing supernatural happens until this dude shows up why until what is that somebody pitched a show about this woman on a train traveling to a New England town to be this governess so they didn't even put the vampire stuff into it until like the third season like the second season. Did they always think it was going to be vampires, or was it just kind of like a... I don't know. I mean, Barnabas Collins was always on the wall. Like, they had a portrait of him on the wall the whole time. That's really far in advance, but I guess that's what you do with soap operas, especially at that time. You don't have to keep audiences well, riveted from They definitely didn't day to the seem next. like they had a plan. What if we had a seance, and she moves out of her body into a different body in the past... And then falls in love with a guy, oh. and then comes back, but it's a different lady, and then she switches at the last minute, and somebody gets hung for being a witch. How does that sound? Is that what happened to Victoria? Um, she, she doesn't hanged? really. She almost does, and then at the last minute, her body switches with the other person. There's a lot of screaming. But she still gets hanged. No, Victoria right? Winters doesn't get hanged. Hung. Hanged? <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Miriam yes. Webster over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Victoria does not get hanged. Anyway, Barnabas, Barnabas Collins. Collins. The mysterious cousin or something who shows up and happens to look just like this painting of someone who is supposed to have been dead for like 200 years that's been hanging on the wall as long but as Abby anybody But Abby has totally explained it. It's his great, 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 great grandfather. Yeah, they just look the same and have the same clothes and the same, same uh, jewelry. everything, including ring on the same finger. Yeah, it's just total yep. coincidence. And everybody buys it. Except maybe... Well, oh, no. The Willie thing is also do. that the alternative anyway, is that so he's he, immortal, which is, like, a little bit harder to swallow than the other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's more, like, oh, I guess yeah. the family resemblance is very strong. He never leaves the house also, and he does... When he shows up, he's like, I would like to live in that old, decrepit part of the house, please. And they're like, what? You don't really mean to live there. And then he turns to the camera as he says, yes, live. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Do you my get God. How do, do you get? Do you get? He's vampire. a vampire, guys. He's, he's not really teeth. alive, so it's a funny joke. You know. Uh, so uh, he's actually. I like his character because he's a vampire who's very polite and respectful, and he doesn't really stand out much besides just being a very respectable person. And everyone's like, "Wow, Barnabas, you're such a nice dude. You care about people." And he's like, "Ha ha ha! Of course I do. Ha ha ha! It's me, Barnabas." But he isn't really. Like, does he ever actually try? So, obviously, he's super shitty to that one lady who he thinks is his reincarnated wife. But is he otherwise, like, bad to people? Yes. I mean, I feel like he's just... No, he's nice to ever... everybody else. Did you ever, all in all of the he episodes that you watched, really well? see him bite someone on the neck? There's, like, a second... Uh, he, like, drains her of lots of blood. There's, like, the whole three-night uh... thing, which is supposed to turn somebody into a vampire... But in this one, I guess it just makes you bend to the vampire's like will more, so you're like kind of one of the servant classes. It's confusing. I don't know how that works, but Willie is also the same. I guess he can go out in the sun because he works during the yeah. day. Yeah, so Willie Loomis is like this little dude who, at the very beginning of the series, was like living in this big stately house, and it was a friend of like this horrible man who was uh, blackmailing the lady of the house, so he's like oh, yeah, my horrible friend gets to stay with us. And she's like, I guess so, fine. And then the horrible friend tries to go and steal jewels from Barnabas's crypt, not knowing that Barnabas is in there. And then Willie is, like, his first victim that wakes him up from his 200-year nap. 
and Willie also is his first servant and everyone is I just thought it was very cute Willie is very cute I think I mean he's a terrible person at first and he's a coward for the rest of the series forever he's but not I like him cute he's not you and mom are both wrong he, he's kind of like this nope. weird face yeah see mom is on my side uh Barnabas is creepy and he has some kind of a woman who he's trying to convince is somebody else. I don't want her to just be like, you're going to be my dead wife. I'm like, I'm me. Willie would accept me for who I am, sort of. Willie is the worst. He's super spineless. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I Barnabas is polite. He's wealthy. He can make you live forever. <laughs> he's, like, cool and intelligent and sophisticated, <laughs> and he dresses really well. I want to, like, take care of Willie. I'll be like, no, Willie, is that you what come you want? with me. Is that what you want, to I'll be a, ta- good care a caretaker for Willie Loomis for the rest of your life? Not really, because I think Willie wouldn't really appreciate that. The thing is, so. Barnabas is the only thing that makes the show remotely watchable. Yeah, it's true. Every time he's on, on screen, I'm yeah, like, something's, something's going to happen. A, he's at least interesting. Or at least he I get to hear his voice. His face, as opposed to watching Victoria Winters do shit. It's just kind of like, oh my god, Victoria, will you just get like turn into a vampire or something? Or whatever is yeah, going like, to happen you just have a thing happen already? Because, oh my god, so, <laughs> so boring. Such a boring person. You know the blonde sister? What's her name? Carolyn. Carolyn. She's the one I like. The one with, like, the scary biker boyfriend. Oh, man. Yeah, she's got, she's got stuff going on. When she wants something, she, like, she goes for it. Yeah. She doesn't just and shut up about it. she'll argue, and she'll Victoria fight, doesn't she'll want a fuss, anything. and she'll dig her heels in, and she has a cool blonde hairstyle that makes her look kind of like... Her mom? Wait, is that yeah. her mom? Yeah, it's her mom. Joan? I don't know her the name. The old lady the old mom. One. The mom There's lady. an old lady. She hasn't left the house in 12 years. She hasn't left years. the house? She has not left the house in 12 years. That's her whole character. And everyone's like, you haven't left the house in 12 years. As if it's just something that people do. Huh. But it's not really something that people do. Maybe it's something that rich people do. I don't know. She does anyway, seem to have help. But like, uh, that was after... For reals, if I didn't like have to leave the house... I don't know if I would. But every now and then you're just like, I want to go feel the things uh, on my face. A or I want to go, like, talk to a human being. Look, as somebody who doesn't <laughs> leave the house a lot, it, it's not great. <laughs> you get antsy. That was after her husband mysteriously disappeared, thought to have run off because he wasn't a very good dude. So he left her at home with the daughter and all their riches. But of course, as soon as, like, because she's the one who has, like, the horrible sailor Jason, Irish friend right, who's friends with Willie. Jason? Jason. And he's just a real douchebag, and he's always just like, whatever your name is, you have to do whatever I tell you, because I know that secret. You know. What is the secret? The secret that... With the door downstairs. It takes them. Oh, God. I finally, like, because I stopped watching almost right after they finally what concluded what that was. I don't even think they did conclude it. Well, it's clearly that she murdered her uh, husband one night. Okay. And there's, like, this one room in the house that she keeps locked up all the time, and for, like, ten episodes, they're just like, I want to go see the room, and she's like, never, you'll never see it. And then they do, of course. And they keep zooming in on the uh. floorboards. They didn't actually say it, but they are just like, the floorboards, the floorboards, look at the floorboards, and I'm like, oh, he's under the floor. I get it. I fucking get it. Just say it. Well, eventually, they did explain how he died. Jason was just like, don't you remember that night, whatever your name is? Don't you remember? And it was that he was, like, being a dick. Of course he was. He was, like, a really terrible father and stuff. He never held his child. He was wretched. And then uh, she one night was just like, I hate you and I'm going to kill you and did. 
I mean, I knew it was slow, and for a little bit, I was okay with that. It was, like, moody, and I could put it on while I worked and not have to pay attention to it. But then after a while, I was like, well, I want to do <laughs> something else that isn't just sit here for hours watching yeah. this moody program. And, of course, like, the fact that there were so many more episodes that I still hadn't seen, I was just this like, just, I can never finish this. Yeah, it's not really a format that so lends why bother? itself to binge-watching. It's something that, like, has to be serialized. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like to skip around, because if I skip around, I'll miss something. I'll miss some little detail or whatever. Like, I would have missed the whole, I feel like I without the suspense, deal. like, in between each episode, it just totally loses its impact. There's only, like, half of a twist per episode. <laughs> anyway, Maddie asked me earlier, how is this Dark Shadows like or not like Twilight? <laughs> and it's not anything at all It like is Twilight. too it's like Twilight. Answer. It's nothing like Twilight. Alright, let's do a point-counterpoint, Okay. You'd pitch it to All me. All right, here's the point I'm going to make. Vampire romance. That's not the... There's romance in Dracula. There's romance in every vampire thing because vampires are hot. That doesn't make it dissimilar from Twilight. All right, I guess they're similar in that respect, but in okay, the cool. respect that they're similar to every vampire thing. But sure, you okay. cannot deny that point. Vampire romance. Fine. Very one-sided romance, though. Well, yeah, they're all one-sided, aren't they? Twilight's They've got to be because like that's what that. vampires are like—a metaphor for is you know, a draining Pursuit. life force, an abusive relationship. Eh? I guess. Thank you. Next point. The thing is, I haven't actually read or consumed any Twilight, so I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants. But I'm pretty yeah, sure I about don't know. this one. Um, a personalityless <laughs> female lead, Victoria Winters. You're right. Yeah, you're right. She's got no interests. Nothing. She doesn't do anything. She's just she like just takes care of a constantly kid. talking about how she's an orphan, and that's it. That's her just only personality trait: orphan. Okay, so I got two points in my favor here. I guess. Thank you, thank you. Point number three: there are wolves in both of them. No, there there aren't actually wolves yet, but a wolf howled in it. <laughs> but we don't time. like see a wolf. We never see a wolf. There might, Apparently, there's, there's probably werewolves some werewolves eventually. at some point. Yeah, it happens later. There's, like, a big, gigantic, like, 20-episode arc uh-huh. about some werewolf. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. How about um, rules that normally apply in vampire stories seem to just not apply to some characters? It applies here. But Willie Loomis. They do a pretty good job. Uh, Willie Loomis isn't a vampire. He's not he's a vampire, just like a he's, like, a vampire guy, you know? Like, he's, like, the guy that helps. The helper guy. Yeah, he's a little helper, but they don't have... They have helpers in Dracula, but they don't have helpers in Twilight. Do they not have little helper people? Well, isn't she kind of one? The Kristen Stewart character? What's her name? Bella? No, not at all. She's not at all like that. Oh. She's the girl that he likes, I guess. Okay. Anyway, but the vampires in Twilight are very sad to be vampires. Or not... I mean, every vampire is sad to be a vampire. Yep. But they're, like, trying to be people, so they kind of don't embrace that they are creatures of the night, whereas Barnabas very much does. He doesn't want to be, but he does embrace it. He doesn't try to go vegetarian or whatever. Right, and he just also, like, he preys on people. so the part. You know, you look at him and yeah. you're just like, he looks how like can vampire. you guys not see that he's a vampire? How can and you And he can't see? touch silver. He can't go out during the day. He sleeps in a coffin. I mean, he's very much a traditional That's true, vampire. that's true. Yeah. He doesn't sparkle. But he's also um, alluring. You know, you look at him and you're just like, hmm, Barnabas Collins, right? Aren't you? Isn't everyone? I tried. I really like vampires. I try to get interested in most vampires. The thing is, it's the I eyeliner. I see the merits in Nosferatu. Something even. about... No, the eyeliner is really good. 
I love Island. Not if you watch the color episodes. Oh, uh, maybe not. If you watch the anyway. color episodes, it straight up looks like someone took their hand and dipped it into, like, a bucket of tar and smeared it onto his face. He looks like an Edward Gorey character. He doesn't have enough, like, teeth for me. I want him to have some more teeth going on. I want him to be scarier. He's very nice and stuff. He does. He, and yeah. he's scary when he wants to be. His ears look cute, I think. <laughs> his, his ears are If they were a little creepier cute. looking. His ears are cute. He looks like Leonard Nimoy. With big eyes. Big bug eyes. Yeah, he's got a soulful eyes. Bug eyes is a little harsh. Uh, you can call bug eyes and still like him. If sort of... I, okay, it is an insult. But whatever. <laughs> so I guess that's enough on how it's like or not like... No, it isn't. Because I didn't even counter your points no, you with things that aren't at all like countered it. Because it's just, it's just true. It's basically oh, a retelling. So. No. How long not. would it take to retell this like story there's just no fucking way anyone would ever seriously reboot dark shadows as a tv show because it's such a fucking mess of they did it in like i think the early thousands oh i did yeah i didn't see it i didn't it was dark shadows unlimited i think is what it was called Uh, anyway but the movie is gonna like morph into something bionic oh my god it's in the future it's the space sequel mecha barnabas everything gets a space sequel even dark shadows but the movie you could really tell they're trying to fit as much as they can in there. They just squish everything together. So the intro is like five minutes of him explaining the entire story of how they got to the modern day. It's ridiculous. It sounds terrible. It's bad. But, I mean, so Johnny Depp does a really good job. Really? I was not expecting that. Like, it opened up and he's narrating and he sounded just like Barnabas. Oh. Like, to a T. And I'm like, holy shit, he can act. <laughs> ah, you forgot. Yeah, I thought he was going to be all, like, weird and cutesy, but he was really good as Barnabas, and he has lots of eye action, like Barnabas does. Uh, uh-huh, that's true. Like, he acts just like Barnabas, and he's got all these little, like, finger movements. It's very nice. He's a very good vampire. I see, I see. Uh, some of the cinematography was good. All of the female casting was wretched. And I'm just like, this is the worst. <laughs> but there is also, like, I really like this guy, Jackie Earl Haley. He played uh, the new Freddy Krueger, and I super duper liked that for some reason. I don't know why it wasn't, like, great. But I really liked him as the new Freddy Krueger. He was in this, and they totally wasted him. What? Sort Never mind. He was actually super fun. Oh, was he? He was a fun little character. He plays Willie Loomis, actually. Oh, he plays Willie Loomis. So I was just like, oh, cute. But then they, like, made him older, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> But then he has some pretty cute lines. But they also made him a drunkard, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't like drunk jokes. That's such an old joke. It's stupid. Also, the like old lady character is played by Michelle Pfeiffer, who's like, what, 40? I guess that is old these days in female. And they even like dressed her down so that she doesn't even seem that old. And I guess she does have a teenage daughter. But why would they have to make the stupid daughter a teenager? Anyway, sorry I'm complaining about the dumb movie. I mean, it seems like it's pretty complain aboutable. So, hey, how about those highs and lows? Highs and lows. How about them? So, Abby, what are your highs and lows for Dark Shadows? My high is whenever they would mess up a line. <laughs> that was, like, my favorite. I loved it. It was so cute. Like, I would recognize when they, like, would mess up lines, particularly among other people, or when they're talking to other people. Like, Barnabas, when he was talking to the little kid character, would always mess up. He messed up all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's adorable. You get, what, nervous around this small child or something? Mm-hmm. What about your low? My low is that I didn't get to see any Frankensteins. The episodes on Hulu only went up to like 640 or whatever, or 450 only or whatever it was. And it was episodes like available. 10 episodes short of where the Frankensteins oh, show my up. Oh god. So sad. So long. Could have had that sweet Frankensteins. 
Uh, also, there were not enough makeouts at all. Nobody ever made out in this goddamn show. Nobody ever kissed each other. All I want some some makeouts. There is a kissing scene with Josette and Barnabas that I saw. What? What? Shit. Sorry. Yeah, Man, you have to go back to the episodes where are we forward to it, the yes. color episodes that are in the past. Damn. I, never mind. I want to see it when he's a creepy vampire. Oh. And it's like 200 years later. I don't want to see him normal kissing somebody when he's not a vampire and they're not like dead. Yeah, it's just like him alive before he got turned into a vampire making out with his fiance. It's kind of... That's normal. I don't want yeah. that. I want creepy makeouts. That's what I came here for. And I was highly disappointed. Creepy makeouts. Hey, folks, Ooh. if you come here looking for creepy makeouts, go somewhere else. <laughs> I guess it's what I should have expected from a show from the 60s. Right. So my high is probably drawing a blank. Honestly, it's just so draining. Like, watching it is just, like, so difficult. Um, At least it's not Saved by the Bell. I mean, I guess, you know, honestly and truly, I liked Barnabas Collins. Like, anytime he got on the screen, it was like, okay, this will be good for a little while longer. And then if he ever was not on it, it was just like, oh my god, I have to keep sitting through these women talking to each other about something dumb or something dumb happening, or whatever. And then Barnabas would come on, and I'd be like, ooh, maybe he's gonna eat somebody. And then it would be like, well, no, oh, not this time, but maybe next time. I guess that was it. Everybody else was normal and having normal problems, but when Barnabas was around, you knew it was gonna be some kind of weird-ass problem, and you want to hear about it. Right. So that's what we came here for. Creepy shit. That's what I turn up for, is the creepy shit. And then probably my low is, oh my god, there's so many things to choose that it's an equally baffling but opposite problem. I'd say, okay, did you watch the very first episode that's available on Hulu? Yeah. So it's the one where Willie Loomis, you know, finds the tomb and is trying to rob it. That takes so long. <laughs> it was, it was so long. And you barely knew what he was trying to it's do. He was like, like, had all these ropes and levers and it's like, what are you It's like doing? three episodes of just him in the tomb and then the end of the third episode is a cliffhanger where he opens the coffin and he just makes this face like oh, yep. oh. and then and then he disappears and then you have to get to the fourth episode up. to figure out what the fuck is going on i was just like oh this is really bad like after a while i was like i can't watch too much of this but i will have to in order to appease my sister are you appeased I am appeased. I'm glad you watched it this time. Good, good. Instead of the other time when I just didn't watch it. I didn't suffer alone this time. You did not. We suffered together. That's what this show is all about. Suffering together. Togetherness. Suffering as a family that's been cursed by a witch. Speaking and one of, the of, of which, oh, for the next show, we're going to branch out to PBS and watch a show recommended to us by Jonathan Gould. Thank you, Jonathan. It's called Read All About It, and apparently there's a dead uncle and a typewriter with googly eyes on it. It seems like it's going to be really Some kind fun. kind of floating head, I guess. There's a floating head? It looks like it's about a newspaper school friend thing. You know, school newspaper. A school newspaper with your friends? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just looking at pictures on images. Awesome. So we're super ready to watch it. Thank you so much for the recommendation, Jonathan. And if any of y'all have anything you'd like to recommend... Just email sistertimepodcast, all one word, all lowercase, at gmail.com. And thank you to all of Abby's thank you Patreon, to my supporters. Patreon supporters. You always do it first, but not this I'm time. I'm trying I did to the steal same time. your thunder. Let me steal some thunder. You get all the thunder. 
Fine, okay, you get to see stuff too. Can I But see? thanks, Patreon, dudes. I like you. Thanks, Patreon. Alright, let's get out of here. Bye. Okay, bye. See you next week. Bye.